Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. It's a Monday, it's a new week, and that only means one thing. Fabrizio Romano is in the house, and this is a live episode. So make sure that you bring in your questions. We're going to unpack a lot, including Kylian Mbappé's decision to stay at PSG. Fab will give us the lowdown on what Kylian Mbappé uh, said we, between uh, this conference. Of course, we'll talk about the future of PSG. Uh, Neymar, Leonardo, Pochettino will discuss about Real Madrid, their plans, Ten Hag, as well as Manchester United. He also had a press conference. Leeds United as well. Let's talk about their survival and what that means as well. Then we'll get into all those Q&As, baby. And don't you forget it. Bubukar Kamara will be part of this conversation. Of course, Mondays, que golazo. Fabrizio Romano begins right now. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Que Golazo. We're going to get straight into it because there's so much to unpack. Fabrizio Romano, how are you, my friend? All good, my friend. All great. We are into the crazy transfer weeks we start, and so with Mbappé and Haaland already completed, so it's going to be a crazy summer. I'm ready. It's a crazy summer. You are ready. We are ready. I promised you, uh, everybody, that we will do this Q&A live with Fab, who's just so great uh, with us throughout all of this. But today, we're going to get straight into it, because we're not going to make this one too much of a long one. We just want to give you quality as opposed to quantity. Fab, straight away, Kylian Mbappé just finished his press conference regarding his decision to stay at PSG, of course. And uh, Al-Khalafi was there as well, right next to him, talking. Just give me the, the, the biggest talking points from, from what they both said. Yes, it's been a really important one. As we know that from Kylian Mbappé, the message was to Real Madrid fans too, because he already said at the stadium on Saturday that he's really proud and happy to continue with Paris Saint-Germain, of course. But then he said... Uh, I hope uh, that uh, Real Madrid fans will understand uh, my decision because for me, my, my choice is to continue here in France, here in Paris and my home. And so this is why he asked, like, sorry to Real Madrid fans because of his decision. He also said and confirmed that he spoke directly to Florentino Perez to communicate him his decision. But he also said that it was not just about money. It was about the project. It was about many points on these decisions with uh, with Paris Saint-Germain. And Al-Khelaifi, Paris Saint-Germain president, also said an important sentence. He said there is a club in Spain that pay more than us for Kylian Mbappé. So the message was like, okay, a lot of rumors on Paris Saint-Germain paying crazy money, but Real Madrid were offering crazy money too to Kylian Mbappé. So this is the answer from Paris Saint-Germain. I think it was a pretty normal press conference from Kylian too. He just wanted to confirm his intention to trust this project of Paris Saint-Germain. He wanted to say sorry to Real Madrid, but now it's time for Paris Saint-Germain to build around Kylian Mbappé and for Real Madrid to start a new era with no Mbappé and no Haaland. Let's stick with that former point you just made, Fabrizio Romano, about PSG. What's the plan now then? Because Leonardo reports of him leaving as well. Pochettino, what's going on with him? Neymar, I'm interested as well. well what do you expect? What do you suspect uh, as these next few months and weeks uh, move along with Paris Saint-Germain? Yes, with Neymar, a lot of rumors and it's normal, but at the moment I'm told that there is absolutely nothing within a club. It's not easy to sign Neymar. Eh? Imagine that his salary is around 40 million, so... 
is really compl- per season, eh? so it's really complicated to to, to sign Neymar. Uh, also, it's important to say that Paris Saint-Germain rebuilding will be in many areas of the club. As you mentioned, Leonardo will leave the club. Is something that is already decided. I have the same feeling for Mauricio Pochettino, so we are just waiting to understand who will be the new manager, but Mauricio Pochettino will leave Paris Saint-Germain in the coming days or weeks, so it will be a rebuilding on many areas. New sport director, let's see what happens with Jewish Campos. They are in conversations, and new manager. A lot of rumors on Zinedine Zidane, but at the moment on Zidane's side they don't confirm anything on Paris Saint-Germain and so let's see what they will what they will decide for the new manager. Even on the communication there will be changes. So Paris Saint-Germain are going to change on many and many areas of the club and then there will be new signings because Al-Khelaifi at the end of the press conference said okay we signed with Kylian Mbappé but now we're going to sign with other players because this is the plan for Paris Saint-Germain. I'm curious to see in which areas on the pitch I mean because uh, we know that Ousmane Dembélé is a player that they always had in their list since January and now we'll have a meeting with Barcelona to discuss the extension. So keep an eye on Dembélé, what happens between Barca, PSG and potentially other clubs. Uh, let's see what happens with Chouamini, because Liverpool and Real Madrid are fighting for Real and Chouamini, but Paris Saint-Germain could be interested too. So many things to do for PSG now. Amazing throughout all of this. I haven't even talked about Lionel Messi, Fabrizio Romano. We've been talking about rumors regarding you know, what will happen at the end of his tenure with PSG. I'm even hearing Inter-Miami possibly with an ownership stake as well. What's the advancement there? Messi, his camp apparently denied it. He hasn't really made up his mind. Where are we there with his decision in regards to PSG and what happens after? No, for sure this season he will stay at Paris Saint-Germain and this is something that he already communicated uh, as you mentioned also uh, to be honest with you uh, I also heard the same rumors many many months about Leo Messi and Inter Miami and the answer I always received on Messi's side is nothing absolutely decided but I keep hearing these rumors too from my sources so it's something that I would keep open for the next year summer 2023 but this season I see Leo Messi staying at Paris Saint-Germain trying again for the Champions League with PSG and with Kylian Mbappé in this case and then we will see what happens next year. Yeah, we have to watch out. Oh, there's so many connections. Lionel Messi likes Miami. Obviously, he knows David Beckham yes. well as well. The Inter-Miami project will be entering. Interesting to see what happens at the end of his time with PSG. But Messi staying with PSG for, at the very least, one more season. And then we'll see what happens. All right. Uh, there was also some anger from uh, Tebas, uh, the president of La Liga as well, regarding this purchase, Fabrizio Romano. Did Al-Khalifi uh, mention any of this? Was Because this is, Mbappé staying in Liga is massive for France as well. I'm imagining there's a little bit of resentment from the Spanish side. What, what do you make of it? Yes, I think it's, it's absolutely normal. I see that La Liga are always trying to protect uh, Real Madrid, Barcelona, their important clubs, Atletico Madrid. So it's absolutely normal. At the same point, uh, one thing I wanted to say is that it's true that Paris Saint-Germain are offering crazy money to Kylian Mbappé, but it's also true that Real Madrid proposal was a very good one, was not a normal proposal. So this is something that we have to mention. Then it's true that the situation between Paris Saint-Germain and, uh, and La Liga is now complicated. Al-Khelaifi was pretty clear with Tebas and he said that maybe he's worried because of La Liga legal right now is not the same we had three or four years ago. So his message was pretty clear, but at the same point, I'm sure that Paris Saint-Germain, what they say is that they're not. Champions League final, they've won La Liga, they have Vinicius Jr., they have Rodrigo, but they have a budget right now to spend this summer. What's next for Los Blancos? So, Tony Rudiger will be the first signing. Nothing is going to change. So, it's already signed, Rudiger. Don't worry, like with Mappé, because Rudiger will play for Real Madrid 100%. Then, uh, immediately after the Champions League final, they will meet with Luka Modric, new contract till 2023. And then, Vinicius Jr., new contract till 2028. 
I know that maybe it could seem normal, but it's not normal for top clubs to extend contracts of top players like Vinicius. Eh? So it's something important. Then uh, you can see what happens around Europe with top players not extending their contracts with top clubs. So Vinicius, Militao, Modric are all players that will discuss their new deals with Real Madrid. And then new signings, because we mentioned Rudiger, but the plan, the original plan was Mbappé, Rudiger and the left back, Frank Garcia probably. Now it will change because of this Bappé situation. And so I will keep an eye on midfielders because Real Madrid have always been interested in Aurelien Chouamini. But the plan was this summer we sign a top centre-back, Rudiger, and a top striker, Bappé. And then next summer we jump into a midfielder because of Luka Modric age and everything. Now it could change. Maybe for Real Madrid it could be an opportunity to jump into the market for a midfielder. And Chouamini is a player that they always appreciated. They've always been in touch with his agents, Liverpool, Real Madrid and PSG. And so I think it will be a really interesting race for, uh, for Chouamini. And let's see what they will decide with the strikers. Because a lot of rumors in the last few hours, they are denying from Real Madrid many of the names that we see around. But I'm really curious to see what Florentino will decide because he will have a direct contact with Carlo Ancelotti in the coming days to decide about strikers, especially. And we will see what will be the next decision on Real Madrid side. This is just a question, Fabrizio. Obviously, you don't know this right now, but I'm, I'm thinking because of what happened with the Mbappé situation and Florentino Perez in a way, you know, despite the direct conversation he had with Kylian, he's still probably a little bit resentful, a little bitter, so he would want to make a statement of his own at some point in the summer. Do you consider at all a massive sort of purchase? I'm talking you know, Mbappé, one of the best players in the world, perhaps the best player in the world, but there's others, right? Sadio Mane, Mohamed Salah. Is there is there any uh, thinking you think that Florentino Perez will still try and aim to get a big, big player? At the moment, I don't have any signal on this one, but it's just my feeling. Eh? Then when it's about Florentino Perez and Real Madrid, you can't predict anything. To give you an example, last summer, in the last three weeks of the transfer market, Real Madrid were pretty quiet and they say they were saying we are not going to sign any player. And then in 24 hours, they decided to jump into it for Eduardo Camavinga. Yeah. And now they have one of the best talents in the world. So it shows how Real Madrid can change their mind in a few hours and sign top players. So I can't say no, but at the same moment, it's not something in the process. They were 100% convinced of Mbappé. They were waiting for Kylian Mbappé to say, yes, I'm coming to Real Madrid on Tuesday, last Tuesday. So you remember I told you it's an important day because Real Madrid were waiting for the green light from Kylian and then it didn't happen. So they're still rebuilding their plan and so we will see. Chelsea fans, you're going to hate me. I'm telling you, Real Madrid, you just go out for Reis James. I, he would be perfect for you. Chelsea fans are already yelling at me. So let's let's move on, everybody. All right, well, let's talk about uh, from Real Madrid to Manchester United, Fabrizio Romano. Manchester United's Eric Ten Hag also did a press conference. Uh, a lot of really good information there. What, what, what specifically stood out to you? What did he say as he begins this tenure with Manchester United? First point, he was shaking hands with, with journalists, and I think it's a really smart one from, from Eric Ten Hag. He knows how to communicate. He was pretty brilliant, uh, I think, in the communication, and this is something really, really important. So very positive feelings. Uh, he was really fast. He was not speaking too much, and he's a really, really smart guy, I think. Not just a very good manager, a top manager, also a very smart guy, and this is something uh, really fresh around Manchester United. They needed something fresh around uh, and then the messages he sent on Cristiano Ronaldo, the most important one, because he said, of course, he's going to be part of my plans. He's going to bring goals. So he's going to trust Cristiano Ronaldo. We had many rumors, you remember, in the last uh, few months about Cristiano maybe leaving Manchester United. Let's see what's happen what happens. But at the end, he's going to trust Cristiano and he will be part of his plans. That's what Eric Ten Hag said. Also, he was pretty clear uh, on the on the history of Manchester United. He said, OK, I'm here because we have a great history. Manchester United are an historical top club, but now we need to build a great 
future. So he was pretty clear that he wants to win. His mission is to win. He knows that it takes time. So he also said, and now we need to start this rebuilding. Uh, today was official that uh, part of his coaching staff will be Steve McLaren and Mitchell van der Haag. that are two important people into his coaching staff. So he's building his own Manchester United. Give him some time. I'm sure that it will be a busy summer for Manchester United because it will be a new striker, new midfielder, new centre-back, maybe new full-back. So they're working on many positions but it will be an important summer to see Manchester United at top level again. Frankie the Young remains a target? Yes, 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 always a target. Okay. He's a target, he's a player who is in the list. Uh, they know that it's not easy because Frankie wants to play Champions League football, as we always say here, and Barcelona wants important money for Frankie. But it's something that is still on for, for Manchester United, so we have to keep his name in the list. All right, keep your eyes out there for the Dutch Barcelona midfielder and see what happens with Eric Ten Hag and Manchester United as a new tenure begins. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, Leeds United, a lot going on there. Uh, perhaps incomings, exits as well, and your questions as well. We will fill them up, don't you worry, okay? Fabrizio Romano, live, Kigo Lasso on Monday. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. Kigo Lasso live with Fabrizio Romano. Don't forget, we're giving away a... Paramount Plus subscription, $100 gift card to give away. We've already done it on Twitter. We've got some good replies there, but just write P plus. All right. Just write P plus and follow us on Kegolasso Pod for a chance of winning as well. Like this video and write your handle and P plus in the live chat and we'll pick the winner randomly. All right. Let's keep going here. Fabrizio Romano. Let's go with Leeds United. Unbelievable stuff. Jesse Marsh. Yes. Fantastic. Incredible. He absolutely surprised me. I was happy to be wrong, Fabrizio Romano. I thought Burnley uh, were going to stay up, and Leeds United, in the end, did it against a good Brentford side as well. Tremendous stuff. Just quick thoughts on that, my friend. Yes, congrats to just March because it was absolutely complicated. And coming after Marcelo Bielsa, wherever you are, no matter if it's England, South America, Spain, it's always complicated because Marcelo Bielsa is more than a manager, and it's still like this for Leeds fans. But he did a great job. It was really complicated. And so congrats to him. Congrats to Marsh. Congrats to the players. And this is going to be a huge change for, uh, for Leeds to stay in the Premier League. Of course, it's going to be really, really important to uh, understand what happens in the summer because the Rafinha clause is no longer valid. It's not going to be valid because there was a clause in case of relegation, 25 million, and this is not going to be valid. So there are no clauses right now. I heard some rumor of a clause for 75 million. No, there is no clause in Rafinha contract with Leeds staying in the Premier League. And so let's see now what happens with Barcelona because now it will be time to negotiate between Leeds and Barca. They are in well-advanced talks with Rafinha, but not yet with Leeds. And so now let's see what happens. They're waiting for Dembélé. Let's remind that Dembélé will meet his agents, of course, with Barcelona this week. And so now we're going to understand what happens with his contract and what happens with PSG and other clubs interested. But then for Rafinha, it's really important to say that there are also other clubs interested. So Barcelona are leading the race, but it's still something open. It depends on Leeds now, not just on the close. Yeah, so now staying in the Premier League gives Leeds United a little bit more strength now when it comes to holding to these players. But as you mentioned, Rafinha remains an interest, specifically with Barcelona, who, per Fabrizio, are leading the race. Let's stick with Leeds United. The American connection here as well, Fabrizio Romano, is super American. Jesse Marsh managing Jack Harrison with the winner, who obviously played for NYCFC as well. Jesse Marsh managing the Red Bulls back in the day. But we got some other. Brendan Aronson, surely on his way. 
yes, is a deal that is set to be completed, set to be announced. Everything is agreed between Leeds and Salzburg. They were waiting to see what happens, of course, what happened with uh, with Leeds in the in the Premier League. But now everything is fine, and so they are set to complete this deal. There is an agreement on the personal terms on a five-year deal. So Aronson will play for Leeds uh, next season. Will play in the Premier League. The fee will be around twenty-eight million pounds. So everything is almost done. We're just waiting for them to complete paperwork and then announce this interesting signing for Leeds United. Let's stick with the American here. Tyler Adams, is there a possibility he could be on his way to Leeds United? Oh, why not? His relationship with Marsh is great. At the moment, there are no negotiations between the two clubs, but we know that the relationship is great and it could be a really interesting opportunity. For sure, for sure Leeds need to understand now what they want to do with Phillips because it's a really important point. Many top clubs have his name in their list. And so let's see what happens with Phillips and I will understand if they will jump into this Tyler Adams opportunity or not. All right. There's a lot of Barcelona interest in the live chat as well. A lot of Barcelona fans as well. Talk to me about Robert Lewandowski. Thank you, Managing Barca. Always a fan. Barcelona offer for Lewandowski. What's the latest there? Yes, yes, yes. They made an opening proposal for Lewandowski a few days ago, as it was reported in Poland. This is correct. They made an opening proposal, and I'm told it's close to 32 million euros with some add-ons, but it's not enough for Bayern. Bayern want more than this. And before saying yes to any proposal for Robert Lewandowski, they want to make sure they have the replacement, the new striker. The next Lewandowski is complicated to find, but the new striker that could be uh, the new number nine for, uh, for Julian Nagelsmann. So this is why uh, we're still at early stages between clubs, but we are at well advanced stages with the player because we know the Lewandowski. I kept saying that he wants to go to Barcelona. Rumors on Chelsea or many other clubs is true that many clubs are inquiring because they know that Lewandowski could be a big opportunity on the market. But Lewandowski has already decided he wants to play for Barcelona. He wants to go to Barca. He has a potential agreement on a three-year deal with Barca. And so it's up to the clubs now. There's a lot of Barcelona going on right now. Fabrizio Romano, you mentioned Lewandowski. You mentioned Usman Dembele. How about the other players that were in for a little bit? I, I know Adama Traore, I believe Barcelona are not going to pick up on this option. Is that true? No, no, no. They are not going to pay and to trigger the buy option. Uh, it was a buy option around 30 million euros. But they already decided, like in March, that they just wanted to discuss with Wolves for a potential swap deal, maybe including Trincao. So it was an opportunity that they discussed. But now they decided not to pay 30 million for Adama Traore. So he's coming back to Wolves. Let's remind that he's out of contract next year, summer 2023. So it's an interesting situation to see what Adama wants to do and if other clubs will jump into it. All right, we're going full on here, everybody, with Fabrizio Romano. we got just over 10 minutes, so I want to keep going and going and going. Arsenal fans are coming in. They're super, super questioning a lot going on here. Any Gabriel Jesus news and what's happening on other Arsenal transfer news in and out, Fabrizio Romano. Arsenal, talk to me, beginning with Gabriel Jesus. Gabriel Jesus is always the main target for Arsenal. They want him. They are negotiating with his agents since long time. Now it's time to negotiate with Man City. It's similar to Lewandowski's situation. So Arsenal in advance, are in advance at all with the player side, but not yet with Man City. And I'm told that Man City want around 50, 60 million euros for Gabriel Jesus, even if he's out of contract next year and he's not extending the contract. So let's see how the negotiations will go. But this one is an open race because there is still nothing fully agreed between Gabriel Jesus and Arsenal. So he's negotiating with Arsenal, but it's still an open race with many clubs uh, interested. Tillemans is a player I would keep an eye on because he's another player that they have in the list and not only Arsenal. So this week will be important to understand what happens with Yuri Tillemans, but I see him leaving Leicester. He's not extending the contract. His price could be around 35 million euros. And so Arsenal will try for him too, but they will be pretty busy in the coming weeks, I'm sure. It's an important summer for Arsenal. El Nene could extend his contract soon. And so work in progress to rebuild as soon as possible. Yuri Tillemans, a 25-year-old Belgian, of course, 35 million. I don't think is a bad deal at all for a very talented midfielder. Great what one, I agree with yeah. you. 
Really, really good. What does missing Champions League mean for Arsenal now, though, uh, and the project in the summer? Everything remained the same? What do you think? Yes, yes, yes. Everything remains the same. I think they, they did an incredible, se- an incredible season, honestly. I still remember the criticism last summer and the opening games were really complicated for Arteta. Then they were able to fight till the end for Champions League spots. So I think Tottenham did something fantastic with Antonio Conte, but Arsenal, too, had a very good season. Uh, so now the plan, the plan is not changing, I'm told. They want to continue with their plan. Uh, they want to extend Bukayo Saka contract. So there will be negotiation with Bukayo Saka to extend his contract. Uh, and they want to build a team to be in the Champions League next season. That was the plan, not to be in the Champions League this season. They tried because it was a fantastic, important season for Arsenal. But next season is the real mission for them to be back in the Champions League. So let's see. But for sure, they want to keep the same plan. Well, a club who is in the Champions League next season is Atletico Madrid. Let's talk about Atleti for uh, for a second here, Fabrizio Romano. There's so many interesting players. Uh, what's going on with Alvaro Morata, of course, who was uh, playing his time with Juventus. Saul as well, a key midfielder for Atleti. And Lucho Suarez, Luis Suarez. What's going on with Atletico Madrid and Diego Simeone? So Suarez lives on a free and let's see what he decides. At the moment, it's still early stages for him. So in the coming weeks, we will understand more on his future. Saul is coming back at the moment at, uh, at Atletico Madrid. And let's see if Chelsea will decide to open Tulsa game with them or not. Uh, as you know, for Chelsea, we need to wait uh, to end the sanctions and to see what they will decide to do with many, many players, including Saul. But he's coming back at Atletico Madrid at the moment. Alvaro Morata, Juventus will not pay 35 million euros to trigger his buy option. So he's coming back at Atletico Madrid, but Juventus will be in touch with Atletico in the coming weeks to discuss for a potential discount for a potential different price around 20, 25 million. Let's see what Atletico Madrid will decide. But for Morata, I would keep the situation absolutely open. And I see Atletico Madrid signing a new midfielder and then right back this summer. So they're working on some names. I will keep you posted. You keep uh, thinking as well, just like me, that Luis Suarez returned to the Premier League, at least for one more season? I think it's a possibility. But the answer I'm receiving on Luis Suarez's side is the same I'm receiving on Edinson Cavani's side. Still open. Still open. We, they Cavani want wants Spain, though, Fabrizio, he right? Wants he wants Spain. Yeah, since February decided that he wants to try to find the La Liga experience, then let's see what kind of proposals he will receive. All right, let's go to Italy for a second. Chiellini, done with Juventus. Uh, one of the greatest defenders Juventus and Italy has ever seen. LAFC, apparently, in right in there. Fabrizio, what's going on there? Yes, everything is ready between LAFC and Giorgio Chiellini. Uh, if Chiellini will be in the MLS, will be with LAFC, so everything is almost ready. What is needed is a final meeting that will take place this week between Chiellini, his agents, and uh, the board because they need to discuss final details, but everything is almost agreed. And they need the final green light from Giorgio's family because he wants to go to the MLS. He wants to try this experience, but it's now up to the family to decide together if they want to move uh, to, to the USA or not. So they're going to discuss internally, but the feeling around Chiellini is that he will try this new experience with LAFC. All right, well, let's talk about Tottenham. We were talking about Arsenal and what it means this summer. They are in the Champions League, Tottenham. Unbelievable human son, by the way. Co-winning player for the Golden Boot with Mohamed Salah, the first Asian player to do so. Fantastic stuff for Tottenham, Antonio Conte. Uh, Reports say Conte is getting a war chest. Uh, I really don't know. Daniel Levy, war chest? That's an oxymoron. Fabrizio, what's going on with Tottenham this summer? Uh, Are they going to be super adventurous, adventurous when it comes to the transfer window? Yes, but they need to meet. Antonio Conte, yesterday, when he was asking about his future, he said many times, we need to meet and we need to discuss. This is not new with Conte, eh? because no. he did the same with Inter, he did the same with Chelsea. I am the biggest fan of Antonio Conte in the world. But he I always think he did the same sure. at his wedding, Fabrizio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he always wants to make sure that 
the future is guaranteed and uh, the club is backing him in every single point. So that's what's going to happen. They will have a meeting this week with Fabio Faratici, with Antonio Conte, with Daniel Levy. And once they will have everything in place, we will understand who are the targets, who are the players that they will try to sign. At the moment, it's still, it's still something that they need to discuss internally. How many players? How is the budget? So many things to do between Conte and Tottenham before mentioning some targets. But for sure, if Antonio will stay, it's because he's sure that they will sign important players. He wants many players at Tottenham. Eh? I mean, five, six signings to, to continue and to be competitive next season. I think this season he did something incredible, honestly. I completely agree. They're in the Champions League and Antonio Conte, Antonio Conte Tottenham. Unbelievable stuff. Fantastic. All right. We are nearly done with you, Fabrizio. I'm not letting you go, though, without <laughs> celebrating Bubakar Kamara to Aston Villa. This, I'm framing this right after we start filming. One of the most promising midfielders in the game. In the game. And apparently, Steven Gerrard, once again, instrumental in this, Fabrizio Romano. Kamara, you were the one that reported it. Kamara to Aston Villa, my friend. Yes, yesterday I sent you a message because when I received the call, I said, okay, it's your moment. Because it was a really complicated one eh, for Aston Villa because uh, Atletico Madrid wanted him. Uh, Manchester United and his name in the list, but they were still waiting for different targets. So he was not top of the list. Newcastle, many clubs interested in this boy. But then when he had a direct contact with Steve Gerrard, everything changed. He decided to go to, to Aston Villa to accept Aston Villa proposal. Five-year deal. So it's a long-term one. Very, very good signing for Villa. I think this is showing the ambition. This is showing how important is the project and how Steve Gerrard is not just a very good manager, but always fantastic to have a direct relationship with players uh, like Xavi is doing with Barcelona. You know, yeah. I think in this case, what managers are doing is something important for the club and not just on the pitch. So... Congrats to Aston Villa. And so let's see what's next. What is next, Fabrizio? Any any ideas? We, what, what, that you're, you're still holding on on me? <laughs> I asked it, ask it today morning and the answer I received is uh, Steve is now fighting to keep all the Watkins for the club, you know, because for Watkins there are many clubs interested like West Ham, but Steve Gerrard wants to keep him. He's desperate to keep him at the club. And so this is the mission now. And then we will see for new signings, but it will be a nice summer. And Kamara is a top, top signing, yeah, really. Yeah, Fab messages me. I was right next to my wife and I scared my wife because I jumped up and down. And she was like, what is wrong with you? It's like Fabrizio's <laughs> messaging me. Unbelievable. We're nearly done with you, Fabrizio. Uh, we do have a question. It's a really good one from a Champions League perspective from Ali A. Fabrizio, who do you think wins the Champions League? And is the Chumeni uh, decision for his next club uh, is the winner of the Champions League or not? No, it doesn't matter for him about the Champions League final. Of course, he wants to play Champions League and he will play Champions League football, but it doesn't matter for him to decide on the Champions League final result. And my prediction is for penalties, you know? <laughs> 2 2 and penalties. And I, I, I You're don't not know giving me a winner? Yet. You're not giving me a winner yet? I don't know, but I feel that it could be Real Madrid at penalties. Yeah, I, this is, I, I have a week to figure this one out, but I like the way you're thinking right now, Fabrizio Romano. Fabrizio Romano, absolutely unbelievable work. We did that in less than 30 minutes. Make sure to follow all his content on Twitter and Instagram, CBS Sports, your CBS Sports app every single week. And Fabrizio, this summer, will be part of our team much more frequently. So expect a lot more of Fab. Fab, you are an absolute machine. We appreciate everything, my friend. Thank you so much. Uh, well, whenever you can, take a rest, but we appreciate you, buddy. In October, I think, or maybe November. <laughs> Thank you, my friend, and we speak soon, and thanks to all the boys sending messages in the chat. Thank you, really.
Thank you, everybody. Que Golazo Pod on Twitter, youtube.com forward slash Que Golazo. Fabricio Romano, LMA Chegaray on Twitter as well. We are coming back with a lot more content, including conference uh, final, Europa Conference final, as well as Champions League final this Saturday, exclusively on CBS Sports and Paramount+. Plus. Fabricio Romano, LME, thank you so much. Have a fantastic week. We will see you next time. Till then.